Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents, and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload, and of course, increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Hi everyone, how are you? Good afternoon, happy Sunday. Uh, Hey, are you loving the new intro? Uh, I can't take full credit for it. Uh, The reason that I changed it was because it was time for a facelift. Uh, If you've listened to the back catalogue, you would hear that probably, mm, I think I'm up to intro number four now and outro number four. And it's totally fine to do that. You know what, as you evolve and your business evolves, um, it's so important important that your messaging and your branding involves with it and I leave all my old stuff up there so that well it's genuine and it's authentic but I want you to see that it's safe for you as a private practice to go through changes yourself um, so anyway and also I want to give a great big shout out and thank you to Matt Anderson uh, Matt's one of the patrons of the podcast if you'd like to be a patron too let me know and I'll show you how to do that Um, But uh, I connected with Matt and invited him to help me choose the music and this was his selection and I love it so much um, because it's still kind of spiritual but funky and nice and all that sort of good stuff. So anyway, I hope you like it too. Uh, What I want to talk with you about today is future-proofing your practice when it comes to referrals and what do I mean by that? Well, What I mean is we don't want to have all your eggs in one basket when it comes to filling up your diary with clients. And the reason that I want to talk about this today is because it's come up in the group, uh, the ACPPO, for those of you who are in it, and it's come up during the week with clients. Uh, One lady lost a really big contract that she had. And now this is really, really, really affecting her business. And so she's just hired me to be her coach uh, so that we can, you know, quickly put something together so that we can kind of save the business financially and and keep her afloat. So, uh, you know, this is a big thing. And guess what? It happened to me too. So, you know, my background working as a psychologist, my whole income pretty much, well, let's say 90% of it, 80 to 90% of my income at that time was through Medicare rebates, um, bulk billing clients. Uh, The other maybe 10 to 20% of my work was a mix of the odd legal report, expert witness stuff, um, uh, victims of crime, EAP, what else was our oh, work cover or work safe, you know, insurance work, stuff like that. But the bulk of my work was Medicare. And so when I changed my practice model and I went to fee for service, which meant that clients were now uh, required to pay the full amount so that they could get a rebate, um, the whole business nearly collapsed because my main referrers had been referring to me because I bulk billed, like I didn't charge people out of pocket. 
And so I was still marketing to those people, uh, expecting that they were going to send me fee-paying clients. It didn't happen. In fact, the opposite happened and I was bullied. Um, You know, I I think I've mentioned before, like I've still got two faxes from two separate doctors um, that were calling me horrible, horrible things because all of a sudden I wanted to charge $15. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, the business nearly folded and it happened very, very quickly because all of a sudden uh, I was no longer receiving referrals from these great big bulk billing clinics in my area anymore. So most of my referrals had come from two or three like super clinics, big bulk billing clinics that had like 20 doctors in and stuff like that. Um, They would always send me referrals. And yeah, so that all changed and it happened very dramatically. Um, Yeah, it was a big panic, all of this sort of stuff for me anyway. Um, Anyway, and the practice went through all this change and I didn't handle it well because I had no business acumen at the time. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have anyone helping me with the private practice. I wasn't in any groups. Like I was just flying by the seat of my pants and I messed it up royally and I don't want that to happen to you. So I want you to learn from my mistakes and I want you to be able to set your business up so you never have to worry about that happening to you. (laughs) Like if I can save one practice from the nightmare I went through, it's worth it and I've done my job. So what does proofing your um, private practice look like? It means introducing multiple uh, referral sources, multiple revenue sources for your practice Uh, And the way that you do that is by not having a reliance on one. Now, you know, I mean, it's, I know there are people that are going to be saying, oh, well, you know, how much is too much and what should I be aiming for? Uh, They're never going to be equal. You might have, you know, three referral streams or you might have five income streams. They're never all going to be equal. But each one, you should be able to lose one of them and still have a viable private practice. So that's what I want you to have a look at. Um, have a look, like get your pen and paper ready, of course, um, if you haven't already. Um, but the notes for yourself today, uh, take a look. So use Haloxy, use Power Diary, use Splos, whatever you're using. I want you to go in there and have a look, run a report for where all your referrals are coming from. If they're mostly coming from two or three sources, I want you to ask yourself if source number one, you know, was no longer able to refer to me, would my business still be able to continue on the referrals I'm getting from sources two and three? If not, don't panic. It's good because at least you've identified it now and it means that we can start to put foundations in place for you now that are going to make you really, really nice and secure. Like if you lost your PHN contract tomorrow, what's that going to mean for your business? Um, If you lost your, I don't know, if you decided not to do Medicare anymore like me, what's that going to mean for your business? If you stopped taking referrals from the heart center tomorrow, what's that going to mean for your business? Or you stopped working for open arms, what's that going to mean for your business? Have a look and map it out. Ideally, like how many referral pathways is a good amount? I would say, you know, three to five is probably a fantastic amount. And the more diverse, the better. It's just because, and especially now in Australia, we've got 
a federal election coming up, we don't know what's going to happen to a lot of mental health funding. We don't know if it's going to increase for counsellors or if it's going to go to the psychologists or the social workers or we don't, maybe we're going to lose funding. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, we don't know in Victoria, for example, we've got an election hot on the heels of the federal election. Again, we don't know what that's going to mean. So if you haven't done it yet, please, please, please go and have a look at where your referrals are coming from. We don't know if there are going to be changes to NDIS or not. So if all your work's coming from NDIS, that's okay. But with this awareness, use it to start looking at how am I going to call in other funding streams that feel aligned for my practice, that fit with where I'm going to go, that fit with my values, all that sort of stuff. We don't want to be setting up referral pathways out of fear mindset or scarcity mindset. We don't want to be doing it from an energy of desperation. We want to be doing it from the second level of consciousness, which is that by me consciousness. This is where you are taking control of the business by taking responsibility for it. You're putting yourself in the driver's seat. Go back to your values. Go back to your big vision and ask yourself, if I got to create one extra referral pathway for the business this week that aligned with my big vision for the practice and aligned with my values, what would it be and how would I be going about that? Okay. And yeah, that's your second step, you know, create that strategy that you can use, that you can implement, you know, by Friday or, or at the latest by Friday next week to start making this a reality for you. Because once you have it in place and you start to see that it's working, it's going to take pressure off you. Um, and it's so responsible for you to do. And when you do actions like this, when you take actions like this, you are becoming a conscious private practice owner because you're thinking ahead, you're anticipating what may change in the future and you're setting your practice up to be ready for that and to zig to the zag of what might might happen in the future. Okay. Now, if you want more help with this, of course, I'm happy to give you some guidance and support you through it. You can reach out to me in the groups. So we have two on Facebook, the Australian Counselors in Private Practice Online and Counselors Connect Australia. The other way that you can get in touch with me, of course, is through Instagram. And my handle there is at the private practice coach. You can follow me there, send me a DM and I'll absolutely help you with this. So it doesn't matter how big your practice is or how long you've had your practice for. Every practice benefits from future proofing. OK, and I want that for you because, of course, I want you to be super duper successful with your business. So I hope that this was a really helpful episode. I know it's a short one, but it's still going to it could be the difference between as a, a successful private practice and one that's going to need sort of crisis intervention, you know, in the future. And we don't want crisis intervention for your business. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that it was really, really helpful. Have a beautiful Sunday, everyone. And I'll speak to you on Wednesday. Bye. 
I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.